Welcome to Grounded Sound. Welcome to the show. I'm Jen. How are you doing, Jen? This is Abel. I'm doing well, Abel. How are you? I'm awesome. You know, it's uh, November it is, is fully upon us. Thanksgiving is coming up quick, and things are extra spicy at the spice shop. I was going to say, you guys days. are busy. It's crazy down there. I got out early today to come do this, which may or may not have been a good idea. <laughs> but um, is this going up tonight? What's going up? Yeah, tonight or tomorrow morning. All right, so this is going up Tuesday night, Wednesday morning-ish, which means you still have time to come down to Savory Spice Shop and get your Thanksgiving stuff. And there's the plug for Savory Spice Shop. What have you been up to, Jen? Well, Cellar Door is taking it easy. We usually are pretty chillaxed in the fall and winter. fourth Um, quarter. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously stuff going on. Evan has his big 50 coming up, don't you, Evan? Yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. That's a big one. What? Yeah, 50? The yeah, I started it last year. Um, it's my it's my year end like local like oh. best of list. It's I, I do fifty mini reviews. For I was this thinking thing. birthday, and I was like, Evan, you look great <laughs> for fifty. You're aging right. so well. Age so gracefully. Wearing it well. <laughs> for listeners who don't know, Evan is our cellar door music group um, blog editor. If and you don't much know more. that, then you've never listened to the podcast before. That's but right. Basically. If you're brand new to the <laughs> yeah. podcast, yeah. <laughs> which Grounded Sounds is sponsored by Savory Spice you're and right. cellar, cellar Door Music, music group. group, and we're like over a year old now. So we are. Like we're not, yeah, we're not a newborn anymore. No, no, little toddler podcast. So we've, um, yeah, we've been, I mean, I know I've been busy getting ready for Phoenix and mm-hmm. the holidays and stuff like that. So that's been kind of crazy. And I've been working at Jones. Um, we've had Willie a couple Nelson, shows. Willie Nelson, tomorrow working. night, I will see you there. We have Jen. been getting ready for him a lot, these last couple days. And are you we are, staying for the show? Are we going to rock? Yeah, I feel like I need to stay for the show. Yeah, I've been working on this damn do. show for two days, so yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm happy that there's going to be through. a whiskey river, Jen. Yeah, are you ready for I'm it? I'm ready. All I'm right. ready. I'll have my Let's whiskey ready. As will I. <laughs> I'll have my Jameson in that. hand. Ooh, I don't know if Willie's a Jameson guy. He has his own whiskey, you know. He does. <laughs> he also has his own weed. Yes. Yes. So, and if Willie passes you the duchy with the left hand, then what are you going to do? You don't say no. Nope. Nope. Absolutely not. Do not deny <laughs> Willie. the best story ever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we got off track. Willie Nelson and Wade and Whiskey. Uh, Dravix, please let us know about your 50. Because we didn't Oh, yeah. No, it's good. Um, yeah, what is it's it? just I try to clear my schedule a little bit in November, December, so I can listen to everything that came out. Because Oklahoma puts out a lot more music than a lot of people realize. And like like last year, I put up like a whole list of like 200 albums that came out. On Sweet. on social media, and I was like, "This isn't even everything." Ridiculous, um, Jarvix. But I do, I do twenty LPs, twenty EPs, and ten singles um, cool. that are just kind of like a nice, fair spread of you know people of different you know levels. That way, you kind of capture a nice cross section of what's going on. Um, and That's so much time. Do you sleep like at all? Well, yeah. Okay, I sleep a lot. Oh, good. Evan, you I just say don't you... have a personal life. That's all. <laughs> yes, you do. Look at you. You're in the Power <laughs> Theater studio. You are out right all now. the time. And you, you go to every show. You do. To every mm-hmm. album. Well, yes. And you say you get try. A, eight to nine hours of sleep. But I get emails from you at like three in the morning. So Yeah, it happens sometimes. I'm wondering. It's like an average. Really the eight to nine is like an average. I slept 16 hours one night last week. Sweet. So... I I've been doing that want more. Your life, not sixteen hours, but I've been. <laughs> I was also very know. sick, so that it's was cold and part of it. I'm glad that you're feeling better. Yeah, you were a little under the weather last week, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. 
right. Anyway, that's a big 50. Look for that come cool. like Christmas. It'll be like the very last week of the year because nice. people are putting music out all the way up to the very end. Yeah. And there's still, there's great shows going on in the winter with all, all of our venues. And yeah. one of my biggest suggestions for people who want to find out more about what's going on and what shows are happening oh. is follow your venues on Facebook. Yes. Um, we actually are going to talk about one of those venues tonight. Mm. Which is called your mom's place. That's that's correct. And yes. you can follow your mom's place on social media, so you know what shows are coming up. Yep. And they have shows all the time. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's get into that. Yeah. We should. We so, have Jim here. Jim. Hello, Jim. Where is Hi, your mom's you place? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, tell us about your venue, how it got started, what you're all about. Venue started in June of 2015. It's kind of just a side project. It's something I always had in the back of my head from my uh, mid-80s L.A. experience. And this kind of just fell in my lap for that. So it took some time to get it put together and everything. And I tried working with some different uh, promoters. And because of the size of my place, it it got kind of tough. But uh, thanks to my co-promoter, Buck Wild. We, uh, which Buck's here with us too. That's Say me. hi, Buck. Hi, I'm Buck. <laughs> and um, we sat down and we figured out something. And we said, you know what? There's a lot of local bands here in Oklahoma that are dying for a place to play. And it doesn't always have to be the big bands that you see on on some of these bigger venues. These are smaller bands that are just getting out and starting. So a small place like this is, uh, you know, the traditional dive bar atmosphere. Let's start working with that. So here we are two and a half years later, and we're averaging three to four shows on, on approximately three to four shows a week uh, with about three, three bands per night. Uh, we also have open mic nights. Um, we, we've been deemed pretty much the most diverse venue in Oklahoma City because we, we are not genre-specific. We do everything from hip-hop to country to metal to death metal, to folk punk, to full punk, um, just about anything and everything. We do, uh, uh, last year we did 10 days to South by Southwest, yeah, all the bands South coming by to, Southwest, uh, bands that were coming down from the North region coming into Texas to, to that, um, got a hold of us as a, as a gas stop, whistle stop, however you want to call it. And said, hey, can we play there for, you know, just some gas money on our way down? We were like, sure, let's put it together. And ended up starting three, four days and ended up expanding into ten full days of music. And we had three to four bands every night. So uh, we were doing that. Um, Let's see, our numbers for 2016, we had over 300 original bands with over 80 scheduled shows. That didn't include our open mics or our impromptu um, events. We also had uh, three major events. We do three um, big events outside. We have uh, two outside stages and our inside stage. Um, our biggest one is usually always the uh, the anniversary in June, and I think we're averaging 10, 11 bands for yeah, that, Buck. Probably like 10 bands. 10 bands on Six that. outside and three to four inside every year. Yeah, we're doing that, so we have that. And then in the fall, we have our Veterans Day, 
I think this year we averaged eight. We did eight bands this yeah. year. Yeah, there was eight bands. So we used our outside and inside stage. And then we do one in, a sp- in the spring that's we're still kind of trying to fit in what exactly we're going to do. But we close off our parking lot and we open it up to, to everybody at that time. And then we have all kinds of different things through the year. We do uh, a punk barbecue where they do an event where we break out the smoker and we cook up a big barbecue and we have several several bands for that that was labor day this last year um but i mean we're we're part of one of those places that uh you know come one come all if if you want to play you got a passion for music we'll, we'll give you a place to play um the other plus in us is that we're not a what they deem as a pay to play so we don't have ticket sales. We don't have a cover charge. We invite anybody to come in and just see these shows for free because there's nothing better than coming out to see a free show and enjoying these That's enjoying right. these bands that are especially the locals and some of these not so big bands yet. And you know, like I said, back in my experience in the '80s, there, there was nothing better than going to a show and and getting in and seeing these bands. And then a year later, these guys are on the top ten charts. So that's kind of the experience I wanted to bring to Oklahoma City, and uh, we're we're doing real well right now. And uh, I think it's with the plans that we have in place right now, and with the uh, liquor laws changing next year, uh, there's big plans plans coming in that. And we hope we can weather through that and uh, become one of the the best dive bars in Oklahoma City, if not the best dive bar in Oklahoma City. So where where is it? What's the location? We are located at 3201 North May Avenue. Okay. Uh, it's uh, right where the old classic rock used to be yeah. on May, uh, the little venue right in front. It's just okay. down the street so. from the big soccer stadium. Yes. Yeah. Like, you go see a soccer game, you can walk to his bar and have a cold beer huh. and see some live music. So is it just, it's just south of there, then? It's north, north. of the, north of the, north the, of the soccer, place. soccer okay. game. I don't know uh, it's at 31st, so 36th okay, is 31st the major, May. Okay, I got the you. closest major there, street off the highway. Yeah. Okay. And you guys they really... Have a, they have a sign that says free beer, but it doesn't actually say free beer. <laughs> no, that's kind of a trick of ours. Uh, if you get close enough to it and read it, it says uh, free Wi-Fi cold beer. Okay. And we've only had a couple of people that have come in and actually asked if we had free beer, and they were directed to go back outside and please read the sign again. Then they still want to come in and say, so you don't have free beer. And no, sir, we don't have free beer. Tomorrow. tomorrow. But we have, yeah. yeah, tomorrow. There is a sign that says free beer tomorrow. But uh, we do tell them that the music's always free, so come back and listen to that. Sure. And you guys do focus on original music. We are strictly 100% original music. Um, we've gone through with ASCAP, BMI, CSAC, and we completely respect the, uh, the idea of royalties and copyrights and everything else. But what we've built is strictly for original bands, original music. So these are people that are out there still building their name and still building their, their, their brand. So uh, well, we're, can, we're helping them with that. I can tell you when Jim came to me and, and asked me if I knew any bands and kind of gave me his thought process and what he, his big picture was for this bar, it started out as he just wanted those bands that were playing in the garage. He wanted to give those guys their first place to play, that's their awesome. opportunity to get out of the garage and go play in front of some people. And when we first talked about it, that's the biggest thing he wanted. He wanted to, these guys who have never played a show that just hang out in the garage and jam out no matter what style you are, to come and give them a stage to play. That's and fantastic. let's break it in, a, you know, a place that 
you know, there's no judgments. You know, your music is your music, your style is your style, and we're there to listen to it. And so that's when we had that conversation, and I was like, man, I can get on board with that. You know, I, I would love – I know when I was – starting out i would love to have a place to play anywhere yeah, we used to have know? to rent the american legion yeah yeah you made Lodge. enough on the cover to break even on the yeah. rent you know as a matter of fact when we first started the place uh we didn't have a, a stage or anything like that it was basically set up on the floor the cement floor the same yeah. as your garage sure. and it was the same level and that's one of the reasons after we even even after we built our small stage I kept it low so that the bands could still be eye level with the listeners to give them that feel because we didn't want to put anybody above or below that. And we get such positive response on that, that people talk about that. The energy is is so intense in what we do. We don't have to be one of these large 150, 500 occupancy places. Um, you can get one of those places, you get 100 people in it, and it feels empty. But you get my place, and you put 35, 40 people in it, and the energy is just so intense. You walk out of there just vibrating. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's important for our, you know, our city to have a venue like yours. Yeah. And, um, I think it takes a real commitment to original music. Tell me a little bit more about your passion for that, because I've worked with different venues who you know, they will say, well, original music doesn't sell or blah, blah, blah. We want cover bands. Tell me a little bit about your background and your passion for the artist and what they bring um, with their originality. Well, my passion, like I said, came back in the 80s. I was running around L.A. in the mid 80s, uh, early 90s. And through that, you could see the, the new artists. They were out there with a fistful of tickets and they were getting what they could out of it. They were playing the whiskey, Gazzari's, um, all up and down the strip. And we go down there. I was in the military, in the Navy at the time, and we go up there on weekends. And I'd end up with four or five tickets in my hands. And we were like, well, this band sounds cool. Their name sounds cool. Oh, yeah, I, I was digging the long hair, whatever the, that caught my attention on it. And we were running back and forth from venue to venue to venue listen to these bands i actually was uh lucky enough to hear guns and roses open for faster pussycat and got one of their uh bootleg cds oh Oh, cool i saw those guys before they started so you know i I carried that that with me um i was running around from that i started running around with some of the bands i was at a place listening to some friends uh play in san diego and i was sitting there with them and we're all sitting around, and we're drinking, and they're playing their set, and we're having a good time. They're introducing this guy sitting next to me. And he goes, hey, this is John. He's a friend of ours, an old friend. He's, he helps us out, you know, gives us some uh, advice and stuff. So, you know, he's going to be hanging out. So I'm like, all right, cool. So we're sitting there drinking shots of Jack Daniels, drinking beer. And then when their set was almost over, I got uh, – the lights came up and they said, "Hey, we got a special guest here. We'd like to come up. You, a few of you guys have heard of a band called uh, Led Zeppelin. We got a friend here. We'd like to call up to the stage, Mr. John Paul Jones." Oh, cool. Of course, I'm sitting there wow. and I'm looking and I'm going, "John Paul Jones. That's cool. Yeah. Where's he at?" <laughs> yeah. I turn around and he's standing next to me. That's awesome. I was just like, "Holy cow!" I've been sitting here drinking with this guy for the past two hours. He came back after he did his song. He come back and I'm still sitting there holding my jaw in my hand. And he points at my shot of Jack Daniels. I look at him and I'm like, "You're John Paul Jones. You can have what you want." <laughs> so he takes it. So he he shoots it and he pulls a pen out of his pocket and he signs uh, 
signs my old coaster. Uh, thanks for thanks for hanging out, Mr. John Paul Jones, Led Zeppelin. And I still have that coaster to That's this cool. day. And that was probably 1987. I carried that thing in my wallet for the longest time. And then when we started this uh, project uh, almost three years ago, uh, that was one of the things I dug out as kind of a, a reminder of those days and what I was doing. And that's kind of been my, my anchor in doing that. When, when things get tough or, you know, I'm wondering whether it's going to happen or anything like that, you know, I just got to be that guy that is just sitting there, not having a clue what was going on. But next thing you know, you're standing next to a superstar. Mm-hmm. So I look at that. And, you know, it sits on my desk at, at our office and, you know, I look at that and say, yeah, it's kind of tough. I don't know if we're going to make rent this month or, or anything else. And then I look at that and say, you know what, who cares about the rent? I'm doing the right thing and I got the right people involved with it. Sure. So as long as I keep that as my focus and my anchor, I'm going to keep doing this. I like hearing that because it, you know, it does, you do have a clear vision for your place. And the only other person I've really talked to in our city that has that for their spot is Greg Johnson over at Blue Door. I mean, he's, he has a different kind of space. It's more of a listing room space, but he has his own vision for what he wants that to be. And it's not about selling tickets and it's about the artist. And I mean, that's what I'm hearing from you as well, but in just a different way. And I, I really appreciate that. I, I think that's really cool. And we, we need that. It's, we desperately need that to keep our our bands and our artists supported and our music alive in our city. And um, so, hats off. So you mentioned uh, earlier that uh, with the liquor laws changing next year, there was going to be some changes with the bar. How's that going to affect your bar directly? Directly, or seven ninety two is designed. They're going to do away with the three two. Okay, completely. So they're they're going to do away with three two in okay. the state of Oklahoma. So everything is going to get transferred over to the ABLE Commission. So at that point, then your license will not fall under city as a 3-2 bar, but as either a beer and wine or a full liquor bar. Mm -hmm. Um, When they established and and wrote 792, they really didn't have all the details defined. And they're still writing and changing Mm -hmm. laws in this. So... Luckily, I'm a member of the Oklahoma uh, Restaurant and Bar Association, sure. and they keep me informed on the changes and everything else, and it's it's tough, and I still don't know where we're going to be. I mean, there's some positive things. There's some negative things. They're talking about uh, here recently, uh, they're trying to pass a, 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 I don't know if it's a law or, or a bill or whatever, that they're trying to make that the, the now three two bars raise their tax rate to the liquor level mm. from February until we can license in October. Hmm. And, I mean, we're already pinching by on yeah. the minimum sales that we can do on, on beer sales, and now they're going to try to tax us at that. But I got some good word the other day that that got shot down because they ended up trying to attach that with uh, the petroleum hike and everything else yeah. and of course everybody knows those guys got plenty of money so mm-hmm. they shot it down real quick on that but uh that doesn't mean legislation has quit but there's uh there's positives and negatives in it uh, i highly encourage people to uh pay attention to what's going on in, in your city legislation and stuff and when you hear things like this let your congressman know that hey look these everybody's out there trying to to struggle as it is don't yeah. put undue pressure on people that uh, are going to be forced 
to have to step up sure. here next year and um, you know at least give them a little bit of break let them get established yeah and then and then we can go from there but they're going to get plenty of money from us in yeah. october yeah so going into uh, going into the new year, coming into December and the first part of next year, what are some of the highlights that people can come out and support um, here while it's still you know the end of this this year? This year, this weekend, we have uh, actually for uh, Black Friday, we have one of our local original bands that that started at your mom's place called Death Box. Um, a year ago, Black Friday, um, they played their their uh, breakout. Uh, show and they've been moving up and, and coming through the past year and they hit me up about a month and a half ago and they said hey look we started here a year ago we want to come back for that date and i was like it's all yours i mean i i i respect that a lot in, in bands that want to come back to where they started and show their respect in that so we we work with that with a lot of bands we've had several bands that have uh started at your mom's place we've had i mean what are we at five or six from canada now yeah mm-hmm. and then uh, one from mexico we've had and and uh during the viking fest in october we had a band from chihuahua mexico nice. uh come in to town and this is the first time they played oklahoma city and they're actually asking to come back again mm-hmm. and we're trying to build a show uh around that they play uh what they call mariachi metal okay. in like Mexico. So uh, we're going to try to give o- Oklahoma City a little taste of some, uh, you know, diversity. Those guys are awesome, by ben, the way. Yeah. I was going to get out of that. Which yeah. I ben, one thing I want to bring up about his bar that I think he's forgetting is um, the, the first Sunday of the month, he does a band appreciation day. And it's free beer for all the bands. If you're a musician, you come in, he puts up food. He puts he has out free draw beer. And then you can bring your acoustic and set up and play if you want. The stage is open for anybody that wants to jam. Bring your full band. Well, he don't care. It's just, it's for you. And was it like two to five in the Sunday afternoon or something? Two, two to five is the, the general time. But I mean, we get it rocking. We keep going. Yeah, you know, he'll set up food is and, and beer for any of the musicians that want to come out on Sunday and just hang out. And if you've never played your mom's place, it's the perfect time to swing in, have a beer. You can talk to me, talk to Jim, and then talk about meet, booking a show there. Meet yeah. other musicians. Yeah. That's, that, that was kind of where it started, too, was just um, a forum for musicians to be able to come in and, and interact and meet each other and say, hey, look, we got this show coming up or something like that. Let's get together. What's your style? Things like that. We recently started it also as a, a gear swap mm-hmm. as well. Okay. So oh, these right. musicians, if they've got extra pedals or cymbals or something like that, they can bring them with them and uh, you know and show them there. And and then we have a really neat thrift store next door that has a lot of music gear mm-hmm. in it too. And these guys are always coming back over there, going, "Hey, check out this pedal I picked up for twenty bucks." I mean, it <laughs> so seems like, you know, it's it's yeah. just a all around centered uh, around music and. Just about any kind of idea you can imagine over there. Seems yeah. like you got a lot of cool stuff going on over there. Where is the best place for people to get a hold of you? Like as far as online presence, uh, how is the best way for everybody to find out what's going on, who's playing, the times, dates, how they can come out and support this place? Well, primarily, we have two uh, Facebook pages. We have your mom's place, the venue, and then we have your mom's place, the dive bar. Either one of those have direct connections to either myself or Buck, and you can uh, 
you can contact us there through messaging there, or you can hit us up at your mom's place, OKC bookings.com or OKC, your mom's place, <laughs> OKC bookings at gmail.com. Yeah. Your mom's place bookings. OKC, right? Whatever. <laughs> Dude, that's a total mouthful. You can look at it. All that information is yeah. on our, our uh, Go to the Facebook, Facebook page. page. I keep that up. You, it's always up to date. Mm-hmm. All of our current events are up to date on the Facebook page. So just go there. Check it out. We have people tell us that they constantly see your mom's place on their feeds and, yep. and things like that because we just do so many uh, events and we have, you know, we, we push everybody to promote, promote, promote uh, through that. But we also have other uh, promotional things that we do. We do a voucher system where the bands are actually out handing out invitations. They're not out selling tickets. They're they're out there handing invitations saying, hey, look, I don't want your money you know, for this or anything. I just want you to come support my band. Here's a, here's a personal invitation to come see my band. And we're getting good response out of that. So... Um, anyway, I mean, if you see the event come up, look for any of the bands. You can contact them and find out the information. You can contact us. You can look at that. Uh, we have Reverb Nation. We have Instagram. We have. Uh, we just started a YouTube channel. I think I've got a couple of videos up on that. So What's your there's Instagram lots of information. Handle? What's your Instagram handle? That's your mom's place, OKC. I'm pretty sure. I think that's what it yeah. is. Place OKC. All right. So yeah, Black Friday, Black Metal, Black Friday. This coming Friday, um, December 2nd, is Halo on Fire, Packing for Pluto, and Here to Olympus, all local yeah. rock bands. Here, Here to Olympus is really pushing that one. They've they've got 75 invitations, yep. hand-delivered invitations for uh, that. So they're they're completely stoked about packing the place. December 3rd is the next Musician Appreciation Day, mm-hmm. so first Sunday of the month. Then we're doing a toy drive on December 9th, so there's a bunch of metal bands coming in for that. And then uh, December 16th is the Krampus party. So there's oh, all yeah. kinds the of Krampus bands. Party. It's going to be a costume contest, too. You can dress up like the best Krampus. And so it's going to be a good time as well. That's one of our second, second biggest indoor mm-hmm. uh, one. Of course, Viking Fest is our number one. That just happens to be my birthday party. <laughs> and we, uh, we have everybody running around in kilts and, and uh, horns and drinking horns and uh, uh Again, tons of food and, uh, and just all around good times. So, so, do you guys have a kitchen? No, we don't. We yeah. have we actually bring it in. we're in the d- development of our kitchen in the back right now. We've got uh, a smoker, okay. and everything in the back. So, uh, of course, everything the food that I do is always free because of that. But mm-hmm. uh, just a good old Sunday yeah. Baptist potluck. Uh, okay, good, <laughs> nice. Minus the Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you ever need any barbecue rubs, I do own a spice store. Talk to me about that. Segway, segway. <laughs> we also have a band. Yes. In we the do. studio with us. They've been pick, chiming in, but we do want to talk about your music here tonight. Yeah, so Buck, this is your pro- did you start this project, Mojo Thief? No, actually not. Um, this guy, Brian Sanders, he, this is his project. Um him and some bystander action. <laughs> <laughs> him and uh, our guitar player Marty and our bass player Paige have had this going for a while. Um, I just got lucky enough to get asked to join probably about a year and a half ago. So they've been going about two and a half years now. And then um, they lost a drummer, and I just happened to be the lucky guy who got to. Got was to it play. one of those Spinal Tap drummer losses? Was it? 
spontaneous human combustion, combustion or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, we still don't know what happened to that Symbotical guy. Like, that'll happen. That'll happen. <laughs> Drummers are like that. Well, Brian, tell us how Mojo Thief came about and how long you guys have been playing and your vision for your, your band. Um, well, the big hairy guy over there, Paige, and I have been playing together on and off for, my gosh, 20 years. One one format or another and uh marty and i worked together in our day job and for two three years everybody kept telling me marty plays guitar marty plays guitar and i was like yeah 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 everybody plays guitar everybody plays guitar <laughs> and uh we got stuck together in a hotel room out in i think it was elk city and we both brought our acoustic guitars and i heard the guy play and I was like, wow, he's legit. He really does play guitar. <laughs> he really does play guitar. This isn't one of those, hey, my There are people who play the guitar. And then there's things. people like me who they <laughs> play the guitar. <laughs> right? <laughs> I could play country chords all day. Yeah. <laughs> so it, just kind of, uh, it was just kind of a organic, natural thing that just kind of evolved on its own. And uh, like Buck said, we had another drummer um, for a while. And um, he had some commitments that weren't allowing him to be quite as as busy as we were wanting to be and uh buck here stepped in and fit like a glove so how long you guys been playing um we started in i guess it was uh about april of 2015 okay so um and then buck joined us and when when did you come in man it was in the summer of 2016 that's right. So it was like June, July of 2016, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I think the our anniversary, our one-year anniversary was you guys' first, one of your first big shows together, wasn't it? Not it was one of the top man. ones, yeah. For sure. We played a cancer benefit like two weeks after I joined the band, and that was our first one. So they sent me this no CD. Pressure. Hey, we're an all-original <laughs> band. Here's these 10 songs. Learn them. Like, okay. So I had to woodshop this CD. <laughs> then we go play a, a benefit, a cancer benefit. For the record, man, he did great. So. <laughs> and he's been so doing great ever since. They, so. they threw me to the wolves. So <laughs> Luckily, I passed the test. And here Get we under today. that bus, bug. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then right after that, uh, Your Mom's Place is our next show, like right after that. So. That's right. It was. And uh, been rolling along ever since. That's right. So. Cool. So do you guys have music out then? Like on, where people can find it in physical form? Or are you guys most of your music online? or how? how do well, you right do now we are just finishing up an EP. We just did a five-song EP in Norman at Breathing Rhythm Studios. We just got the final mixes. So we're about to send it over for master. Um, and then that will be out as soon as we can afford to master it. Um, <laughs> but I do have some stuff up on Bandcamp. Um, so you can go to... I don't know how to say the band. It's like mojothief.bandcamp. How does Bandcamp work? Yeah. But look for Mojo Thief on Bandcamp, and we do have some stuff on there. I put some of the mixes on there, some so everybody can listen to those as well. Um, obviously, our Facebook page. Um, everything is at Mojo Thief, except for, like, Instagram, because somebody else stole that already. So is we're at Mojo Thief Band Someone on Instagram. Someone thieved Mojo Thief somebody, on Instagram. Somebody stole it. But every other social media, we are at Mojo Thief. And so we're pretty easy to find. Um, we also have like a, an online website type thing. It's at artistecard.com slash Mojo Thief. Um, so you can go there and check out some videos as well. Um, Mojo Thief has a, we have a YouTube page we put videos on. So I try to video a lot of our shows and break down a song or something, throw in there so everybody can 
can kind of get us out. And don't we have a reverb nation? We do have a reverb nation. I think Marty handles the reverb nation. And so you can go in there. I don't have the password to that. I'm sure I do, but I don't ever mess with reverb nation. The password is nipple. (laughs) (laughs) But Bandcamp is really where you find most of our stuff at or, you know, Facebook. Speaking of all that social media and interaction and everything, I feel like I'm moderately involved in social media and... You know, I I don't know any of you, and I tend to be in different circles. But Mojo Thief continually kept coming up in my feeds. Like <laughs> you, you promote really well, but you also promote meaningfully. Like apparently, because you know you can throw invites out all day and say come to my show, but Absolutely. you actually have interaction. There's actually a loyal, enthusiastic fan base for Mojo Thief that I don't see with a lot of bands around here. So, how, how do you go about accomplishing that? Man, that is a good question. I, I don't know. I think it's because we have love for the local scene. You know, it's not only do we promote Mojo Thief, but we promote everybody we play with. And that, we promote, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> yeah. And we promote bands that we really like when they're playing other places. I mean, honestly, when I'm not, when I don't have a gig, and we, we gig a lot. I mean, we gig, you know, five, six times a month. And when when I'm not playing, I mean, that's what I do. I go out and support other bands. And it's not because, you know, I feel obligated or because anyone pressures me or wants me to. It's just because... I love music, and there's a lot of really great music on the Oklahoma scene right now. Yeah. I help bands get gigs. If they need a gig, I can, does. we can help them at Mom's Place, or I'll get them somewhere else. We do a lot else. of cross-promotion to other, other venues. If we Indeed. Have, if we have uh, 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 our, our booking is full, myself and Buck, we, we refer those bands. We try to keep them in the city and refer, refer them to other venues and give them those contacts so that we can retain those traveling bands as well as the local bands in these venues here locally. So, I mean, that's the only thing I think of, you know, like I love the Oklahoma music scene and I'm, I'm a fan of all kinds of genres. Like I'm a huge punk fan, you know, I'm a huge blues fan. Like I like some country music. Like, so whatever you play, I like to go watch music. So, I mean, my wife gets upset at me because I'm gone all the time, you know, going to watch bands play. (laughs) Yeah, take her with you. (laughs) She goes to a lot of them. Yeah, she's already there. (laughs) She goes to all the ones but the dirty punk rock shows. Yeah, yeah. Those shows just kind of smell bad sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) That's some of the times that's the best part of them. Yeah, you and my husband can go to those. (laughs) (laughs) You get past the smell, it's a good show. That's right. (laughs) One who smells bad. Well, nice. Well, what do you guys have coming up show-wise? When are you playing next, and what does your well, s- season look like? And uh, December 2nd, we're playing The Root um, with the Cake Eaters and uh, Johnny Manchild and the Poor Bastards. Yeah. Um, the next weekend, the 8th, we're doing the local, what's it called? It's a totally local Totally local fest. fest in Norman at Earth Rebirth. It's a two-day festival with over 50 bands. 50 great bands. Yes. Um, then December 16th, we'll be at Belle Isle with M and the Mother Superiors. Nice. Okay. So that's some kind of some of the, the ones we've got, the next couple ones we got coming up. Yeah. Yeah, those are some great shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with some good bands, too. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So yeah. if you don't like Mojo Thief, come and see the other bands. Yeah, we're really fortunate. To, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> and if you, and if you like beer and Mojo Thief, you can always find these guys uh, supporting the local breweries. So they play at Anthem. Oh, cool. 
That's then, true. And yeah, we played several the Anthem last weekend. Yeah. So it's that's, kind of, that's always a good thing. You can get some great beer and some great Kind of music. strange how that uh, that evolved. <laughs> okay, we, we become the poster child band for all of the local breweries, and I don't think any of us has a problem with not one, Not <laughs> one problem. I was say there's worse things to be poster uh, children for. Oklahoma has some great breweries. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm here to tell you. Yeah, we do. I have a question. Is there any venue that you haven't played? <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> the speakeasy, speakeasy. I feel like I've seen you at like every venue as far as like builds go. Um, not physically. Tower. Well. We haven't played Tower right. yet. You're in the Tower right now, Buck. Chad. Chad, if you're <laughs> listening, just played the Tower. Chad, if you're listening, this is Mojo Thief calling. <laughs> ringy dingy, ringy dingy. <laughs> I was I was just curious. So it was kind of a rhetorical question, but happy to hear any we, answers. We've been really fortunate to have run a pretty good gamut of the local establishment. Absolutely. Yeah. We're lucky enough that they ask us back. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, that goes a long way. I mean, when you develop those relationships with venues and, and other Absolutely. bands, and it sounds like you guys are doing a and great festivals. job at that. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. These guys are usually a good um, – mainstay at a lot of the local festivals I've noticed in the last year you did the, working on uh, it. the arts festival you did the on the canal festival we did yeah the live music on the canal festival yeah, we, yep. we promoted that on the show we yep. had some people on here uh-huh. um, that's what turned me on to the podcast actually oh, really? oh, yeah cool. well, she was like hey we're promoting on the podcast uh, I was like oh, I gotta go Who's listen so I've been listening ever since <laughs> great oh, well, um, yeah we did great um, show, by the green way. country thank festival you. in Tulsa this year, so yeah, we've done we've done a few festivals, so we're working on that game. Awesome. Well, you guys are perfect for festivals oh, because yeah. you just you have that energy of good, good energy about your Thank music. You. And um, Thank you very much. what? How would you guys describe your genre? I mean, I know you guys. We could ask this a lot. Gosh, actually. that's like the worst question, and it's, it's, it's the first question up. everyone always asks, of course. But um, no, no one wants to answer that. I but, know it's um, a hard one. Funky voodoo blues. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I don't know. I think we play the kind of music that we all kind of grew up enjoying. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think if you took us all four into different rooms and said, you know, who are some of your favorite bands? You know, we, my Almond Brothers, um, Black Crows. I mean, just bluesy, yeah, just yeah, just yeah. rootsy blues rock kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just, Who and, writes? And, and we hope everybody likes it. Do you guys collaboratively write, or do you? How do you guys write your music? Um, it's it's really pretty organic in the sense that usually I'll bring an idea in, and either it's like a a lyrical motif, melody type of thing, or just a guitar riff. And mm-hmm. these guys are wonderful. They're a great sounding board. You can just bounce it off of them and. Five minutes later, they're doing things with it you never imagined, and uh, it, um, it's it's pretty collaborative, I guess you would say. Nice. Well, tell us about your songs you're going to perform tonight here at the Tower Studio. Awesome. Um, well, the first one is called "Thou Shalt Not." Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a biblical reference there, which is sort of ironic because the second one is called "Billy Goat," and uh, it's kind of a 
It's is kind that, of a gospel that, stomp. Is that the real kind name? Is Billy Goat the real name of it? Or is that <laughs> no, just the set No, that's a working name? title that we put on every set list. <laughs> I believe that would be Shadrach, Meshach, and a Billy Goat. Okay. <laughs> but Billy Goat's the easiest to say and identify. That would be a really great band name. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a really bad habit of evoking a, a, a working title that just kind of gets stuck. Like we have this song that it's a jumping kind of a... Rockabilly uh, kind of... It's, yeah, it's, and it doesn't say it anywhere in the song, but uh, somehow or another, this thing wound up with the moniker Drunk Truck Tacos. And and, and okay. that name just won't go away. So I like it. I do too. I like all those things. <laughs> I mean, why, why, why would you change that name? <laughs> you, yeah, right? you should not. <laughs> I mean, if you're eating tacos out of a truck, what are you? <laughs> you are you definitely go. drunk. <laughs> that, hopefully on some good local Oklahoma beer. I feel like some random people who might be under certain influences will go on Spotify and just like type that in and find your song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I say keep it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Putting that in my playlist. Yep. Are these two songs on your upcoming EP? Yes. Both yeah, are. both of them yes. are. Good. Right, cool. Cool. We'll <laughs> definitely look for that. And you'll have to let us know when you release and all that good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, we just got the final mixes, what, two weeks ago or a week ago? A week ago. A yeah. week ago. And so we're just... I'm trying to figure out who is the best person, you know, yeah. for our mastering process. Absolutely. So if you guys know anybody, shoot those ideas right over to us. Jen knows everybody. Mojo Thief Band at gmail.com. Mastering's tricky, though. It is tricky. There's a lot of studios, but not a lot of master mm-hmm. and mastering services. Well, not everyone has a $10,000 compressor just sitting around. <laughs> yeah. In their garage, unfortunately. <laughs> I, we don't. <laughs> I thought you had one, Jen. No. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't have a $10,000 compressor? God. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> well, guys, it's such a pleasure. It's been yeah, such a so nice much. conversation with you both. Jim, thank you for coming mm-hmm. on. Thank and you. Brian and Buck, it's been lovely visiting with you guys. Uh, thank you guys right. for having Thanks us for very having much. Us. We Absolutely. really appreciate it. Yeah, we can't wait to follow more on Your Mom's Place and Mojo Thief. And uh, up next, we have Mojo Thief performing two of their original songs. And you can find Grounded Sounds at Grounded Sounds on Twitter and Instagram and Grounded Sounds Okay on Facebook. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Jen.